running the same plays or thinking something's gonna going to work and it doesn't. And I think that's been the mark of Belichick's teams is when they need to do something different, they do. They, they're the best in-game adjustment team ever. And uh, I just was worried from game to game they weren't making the adjustment. Well, yesterday we saw that. We saw things we haven't seen before, and it was great. Right now we're going to talk with our expert on this. Before All he right. goes to Bruins Media Day, by the way, we're going to have to get more We're gonna get, get more discussion about this. Is I don't know if he's got a site called Bruins Brouhaha, but if he doesn't, you know that would be good too. <laughs> Mike Duso from Pat's Propaganda here on the B-List Daily on the new 105 Sports across the NBR radio network from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios. Mike, um, I want to say it's like exactly like we all kind of deep down hoped for. You know, it, I, deep down, I want to be like, oh, I totally expect this. But every year, these guys sucker me into thinking they totally suck. And then they come out the next week and they act like a different football team. Um, they really were, from as opposed to last Sunday night in Detroit, to the team that we saw yesterday afternoon at 1 o'clock in Foxborough, uh, somebody turned a switch on uh, 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 across the week, it seemed. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I, I'm totally in the same boat. You know, I, I mean, I try not to do it, but, you know, it's just, I think it's just a reminder of, you know, really what I love so much about football is that it's just the ultimate team game. And, you know, it's all that talk last week about, oh, they don't have the talent, they don't have the talent. In football, if you have, you know, 22 guys, especially if you have guys all playing on the same page, doing the same, you know, instinct, it's amazing how, how much better and how quickly it can look so much better. Uh, you know, it was just, I mean, I, I, my mind was blown this morning as I went back and looked at the defense because it was like, wow, I thought they played well. And then I realized they didn't give up a drive of more than five plays. I mean, it was just, uh, you know, now it's, now it's the wonder, all right, well, we've seen the two home games where they look great and the two away games, they haven't looked so great. So it's a little bit of a departure from that, you know, 2016, 2017, where they, you know, lost one road game. Uh, so, you know, I guess the question is now, is this a team that has problems on the road or are they a different team at home? But uh, just a refreshing win, and uh, I feel like we're back on track. Talking with Mike Duso from Pat's Propaganda and patspropaganda.com. Anything surprise you in that game in terms of, like, uh, guys that, that really kind of stood out to you that had disappeared and we'd probably all written off a, after a, a couple of games, especially, particularly on the trenches? I, I think we all, you know, were surprised. I think a lot of folks were surprised that Sonny Michel played well and stuff like that, but there seemed to be a lot of guys, especially on that defensive line yesterday, that, that uh, played a hell of a lot differently. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I think the offensive line, especially with the run blocking, I mean, you look at James White's, you know, that draw that went for, what, 22-yard touchdown or whatever it was. I mean, he wasn't even touched. Uh, you know, Michelle, a lot of those carries, he wasn't getting touched until he was, you know, two, three yards beyond the line of scrimmage. So, uh, I mean, it was, I mean, always, that's, that's always where it starts. And, I mean, that's, I think we talked about it last week. It was just last couple of weeks they just weren't successful on first down on both sides of the ball. They were getting gashed. Uh, on defense, whether it was on the road or the pass, and, and they couldn't get anything going with Michelle. Uh, and it just goes to show on both sides of the ball when they got stuff going, you know, the defense was good when they were stopping the run. I mean, you saw right off the bat with, with Malcolm Brown drawing that hold. I mean, that was, if that isn't, you know, just that like marker of like, all right, and then same thing on the other side of the ball with Michelle, you know, with her first handful of carries that, that all picked up significant yardage. And, you know, it was right from there, you kind of had the sense that, that this was a different team. But, uh, you know, as always, it starts up front. And, you know, having Trey Flowers back, having Patrick Chung to kind of calm things down, uh, all those guys kind of made a difference. And uh, it was just one of those days where everything kind of seemed to be clicking, which uh, it's amazing how hard it is to get those days, but they sure are nice when they happen. Talking to Mike Duso from Pat's Propaganda, patspropaganda.com. We, 
We thought that uh, Dorsett clearly, uh, you know, <laughs> Maddie was saying we've been dumping on him all season, but boy, <laughs> he looked pretty good yesterday. Yeah, I mean, he's got moments, you know. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, like he, he has, you know, obviously the great the great touchdown catch, you know, he pulled off his, his, uh, his shoestrings there. Um, you know, he, he's, he, he makes those plays now, and, and I still would love to see more of, like, you know, kind of the tough, you know, duck your head to get those tough yards. I'm not sure if that's really the guy he is, nor is that the guy that they expect him to be. Um, but, you know, I think it's his relationship in games with Brady develops a little more. We'll see more of that. And, you know, with Edelman coming back and, and you know, the promise that, that Josh Gordon showed with just, you know, limited number of snaps, a couple catches, both coming on and, and you know, good plays. Uh, you know, it, it might allow Dorsett to settle a little bit more into a, a role that I think would fit him better, which is, you know, not being that go-to guy on third down, more of just, you know, the Brandon Cooks, the field stretcher, the guy that's going to give you some explosive plays. And, you know, that's that's what they need most, especially with Edelman coming back. I mean, and, and, I mean Edelman's going to make such a difference, I think. You know, not that he needs to be the savior anymore, but uh, I think they still kind of had their struggles on and, and guys that kind of get open fast, and that's always been their bread and butter, so... Uh, hopefully his return will kind of make everybody better, uh, including Chris Hogan, who I thought, you know, it's still kind of quiet day and, you know, still kind of waiting for him to, to really pop again. But uh, it's hard not to have a positive feeling about with the guys coming back and how the guys played yesterday. You took the words right out of my mouth. Chris Hogan is the guy that I'm just like, wait a minute. How is – I believe he's a free agent after this year, right? Like he's, yep. a, he's yep. on a three-year deal. He needs to have a big year, not not just for him, uh, just for himself personally. You know what I mean? It has nothing to do with the team. We obviously the team wants you to have a big year, no matter what. For himself personally, he needs to have a bigger year. And I was going to be my next question: Does Edelman's return allow Hogan to kind of get back to what he does best? Because to me, if you have Hogan, Gordon out there for however many snaps, and Dorsett all all playing well. I think you could open some things up there. Maybe that can keep Dwayne Allen off the field uh, in passing situations. Please. I know. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think that there's that, you know, we've, what we've seen in the last, you know, two years, and I thought I was, I tweeted this morning, I'm just, it's crazy to me. We haven't seen Edelman play a game since Super Bowl 51. I, mean, I know. It's like a lifetime ago to me right now. Um, but, you know, I, I, I don't think Hogan is, is Edelman. He's not that guy. He's not Amendola. He's not the guy who's going to, you know, run that little route that they love where he, you know, twists it inside and then throws the brakes on and, and busts it back outside. Uh, you know, we've seen guys, they just don't bite on it with him. Um, so, you know, hopefully, hopefully he can get more to that intermediate to deep route stuff that, that you know, he really excelled at, uh, you know, in 2016. And, you know, we, that's where I think he's effective. But I think when you're trying to make him play that kind of slot receiver, quick open role, Brady just, you know, I think Brady's well aware of it now because it doesn't even seem like he's looking at him on those plays. And, you know, instead he's taking, you know, lower percentage shots down the field to Dorset and, you know, up the team to Gronk. And, and obviously everything was working yesterday, so, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. But um, I think, yeah, again, it just goes back. Edelman comes back. It's going to be good for Hogan. It's going to be good for Dorset And that, that in turn is going to be good for, for Gordon, who, you know, now has some time to, you know, get caught up and, and will have more open, you know, on the outside. So, uh, fingers crossed. I don't want to make too much out of Edelman returning, but, you know, it's just the kind of player he is, what he means to the offense is, you know, we all know that that's Brady's bread, bread and butter and, and what makes the Patriots offense truly unstoppable at times. James Devlin was so key yesterday. <laughs> so key. And I I wonder if the if the average fan at home that was just hoping for an 87-cent coffee without realizing that they don't do that anymore um, was, was, uh, was so big yesterday, especially for Michelle, because now... 
Michelle showed some shades yesterday of 1995 Curtis Martin against the Browns on opening day with cutbacks and stuff yeah. that you're just like, after after slogging through the Marion Butts, Corey Kroom era in 1994 <laughs> and watching that team struggle to find a good running back, you know, outside of the one Scott Lockwood game against the, uh, against the Dolphins in 92, I think, to end the year. Like, after that, John Stevens <laughs> to him. There was, you know, you, you lower your voice, as coach would say, and, and we'd, we'd kind of eh, see what happens. The uh, th- This team just did not. Yesterday, Michelle showed some big playability, and I think he actually, I think when they go back to film room, he's going to find that he left a lot of plays on the field yesterday. Yeah, I mean, he should just continue to get better. I mean, the, the, you know, the interesting thing is, is, you know, here we are going into week five, and, and you know, there's, just, there's not really any depth behind him. And so, you know, the play concern is, all right, does this guy have, uh, you know, the next, four months or whatever it is in him to stay healthy and, you know, to be able to carry the load like that. I mean, I think we would all love that. And, I mean, one of the biggest things that they missed those last couple weeks was, you know, Deion Lewis and just the plays that Deion Lewis would make and, you know, making guys miss and and those electric runs that just seemed to really spark the offense last year. And I think that was, you know, a big thing that was kind of missing those first couple weeks. And then, you know, it's it's amazing what an effective ground game could just do for your whole offense because, you know, even the third and longs they were converting yesterday, whereas, you know, when they, they you know, weren't getting those two weeks in the last two weeks. So uh, it just really sparked the offense. I hope he can stay healthy. I mean, they have so many options. If you get Jacob Hollister back, too, I think he's another guy that, you know, you can kind of use for specialty situations. And, you know, they just have a lot of different things that they can do despite, you know, kind of the lack of depth that they've kind of managed. But, uh, you know, for me, the big thing is just, keep Tony Michelle healthy and, and if he continues to improve and does stay healthy uh, it's going to be really fun to watch talking with Mike Duso from Pat's Propaganda patspropaganda.com Brady was asked about um, Brady was asked about uh, Josh Gordon of course Gordon played what about 18 snaps yesterday yeah. something like that um, and he said you could tell that he knew what he was doing out there just by the way his eyes were and where he was reading to me, that's a scary thought because we're still quite a few weeks away from the bye week, which is really when a lot of these guys are able to kind of absorb some stuff. Now, I don't expect him to be able to get that much more things before Thursday night, but after watching the Colts defense yesterday, which is um, not great to be uh, uh, nice about it, uh, not the best. Also, they're going to be without T.Y. Hilton on Thursday night. So if we're without Gronk, they're going to be without T.Y. Hilton. Um, again, kind of like the chances. We'll see how the footballs go. Um, it's, uh, it, it, <laughs> are we testing them I, yeah, for that game? Yeah, really, I feel, I feel like, I, I feel like we should be, you know what I mean? Maybe that's what, that's what we should be doing. Um, this team right now looks like they're going to get on track. What are, yet at the same time, kind of a monkey wrench thrown into the system here with, with the Thursday night game. What are you expecting in the Thursday night game? Like kind of a short week game plan, maybe heavy on the rush a little bit to kind of take advantage of a weak Indianapolis defense. Yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd like to think so, but again, it's like, man, we only got one running back. So, right, you know, yeah. It's, 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 how much do you want to pound him? Uh, you know, I think I think they've got to just try to keep the Colts on, on their toes. I mean, I think that's the big thing. You come out with something that they haven't had a chance to really, you know, we're still early in the season. I'm sure the Patriots are sitting on some stuff that they haven't really busted out yet. And I mean, in fact, I'm positive, positive of it with Corderell Patterson. But, uh, you know, I think they really need to focus on just getting the Colts on their heels instantly, and I think we, you know, the Colts, there's enough of them still there that kind of know what how, how it's supposed to go in New England when they come into town. Um, 
But, you know, as for Gordon, I mean, I think it's great that, you know, if we can get through this Thursday, he does have, you know, kind of a mini bye week after this. So it's another chance to kind of, you know, refocus for him and get some extra time uh, in the playbook and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, you could just see the potential there with that guy. I mean, I know it's, it's been well-covered ground of, of how talented, you know, he is and how physical and, you know, I mean, he's just such a specimen out there. And, I mean, it's, I, you know, it's only two catches, but I think all of us are kind of salivating thinking about you know, just what a guy with that kind of size and athleticism on the outside might be able to do. But, you know, also the same sense, we are, we're always talking about the quick open guys, and, you know, we saw it on that first catch he had on third down. Uh, you know, his ability to, to make the quick cut, get, make the catch in traffic, and, and hold on and pick up some extra yards. And, I mean, if he can do that, I mean, that might be even more value, you know, being that outside big threat kind of guy that, that everybody kind of thinks he should be. Um, but, you know, I think they're gonna, they've got a lot of guys, so it's, it's and they were so balanced uh, this week too, which was nice. I think if you can just focus on that and focus on trying to get all these guys going again, maybe try to get some of the you know Barner going, those guys who you know are coming in. John Simon showed up on defense a little bit. Um, you know, just give everybody a chance. I mean, it's such an advantage to play this Thursday night game at home on the short week. You know, not have to think about travel and all the logistics involved with that as well. So, uh, you know, the Patriots. You know that they're going to be prepared. I mean, nobody nobody uh, is going to prepare better for a short week game than they are. So, you know, it's, it's kind of nice. I mean, you, you're going to be able to bang this second game out, maybe be able to get back to, uh, you know, get a winning record again and, you know, feel good about yourself. as You, you know, and then you got a huge Kansas City game coming up. So a uh, lot to do, but I, I think it's going to be uh, exciting to see them kind of get right back on the field and back at it. Talking with Mike Duso from Pat's Propaganda. You can find him on Twitter, Pat's Propaganda, and online at patspropaganda.com. Mike, what's your schedule like for the week? What, you're, I know like, uh, there's a lot of film review, stuff like that. Uh, if folks are going to the site, uh, we launched today on our, on our new FM, 105.5 FM and AM 1240 here in Lewiston, Auburn. Folks are going to the site. What can they expect uh, daily in terms of like you know previews and yep. reviews and stuff like that? Sure. Well, I mean, usually Mondays are kind of my, uh, calling them Pat Posits, which is just kind of a free almost like Peter King, things I think. You know, it's, it's always just a nice thing to write where you just kind of unload all your thoughts at once. Uh, and then as soon as the L22 comes out, which is usually Tuesday afternoons, I, you know, try to jump into some kind of film review. It's always fluid depending on what I, you know, sometimes I'll only focus on third downs or, you know, sometimes it'll be more just kind of a general kind of feel. But, I mean, I just, I never feel like I've truly seen the game until I watch that L22 film and you can really uh, get a sense of, you know, who's lining up where and, you know, individual matchups. It's just so hard to do on the TV copy. So, um, and then and on Fridays are always my game plan, which is my favorite thing to write, uh, you know, where I kind of lay out my uh, pseudo, uh, my, my, you know, what I would do, how I would kind of attack it. And, uh, you know, some weeks it's closer than others. Last week was actually pretty good, though, as it was all, you know, hey, the Sony Michelle breakout game is the most direct path to success. So that came to fruition. Uh, so it's nice when that comes through. But I love writing that one. It's just, you know, putting yourself in, in the perspective of the coaching staff and, and how to attack and, and take advantage of your strength. So those are kind of my temple pieces. And then, uh, you know, any news that pops up uh, during the week, I try to, you know, jump into it. And uh, I, now that we're four weeks in, I'll start getting into stats. I try to ignore stats the first four weeks. Uh, and, my all, of course, my all-important uh, Bill Belichick hoodie stats, which, uh, you know, we, we've seen him two weeks in a row now wear a 2016 gray cutoff kind of for the first time. So, might be kind of a changing of the guard going on there. I don't want to tease anything that, that I might be posting later in the week, but uh, you know, you can always expect the. Uh, those are my 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 key stats. The the Bill Belichick hoodie stats. Mike, yeah. By the way, that that he needs to. I, I heard a rumor that that his uh, his uh, lady friend uh, wore two different shoes yesterday. 
and he wore the gray hoodie that's cut off. I think neither one of them should change anything for the rest of the year. Right. I, I hope not. I mean, I really, you know, he's been going with this thing called the hot jacket, which is now like his most popular one, and it's pretty much what he always wore when it was hot. And now uh, we've seen this this new gray cutoff, which, I mean, it's not new. It's from 2016, but it's, it's new to him wearing in games. So uh, it's kind of a throwback to the original gray cutoff hoodie, so I'm not going to complain about that. I, I, I hope he keeps wearing it, and uh, we keep the winds going. I, I agree right. with that. Patriots in action Thursday night on Fox and on NFL Network against Andrew Luck and the Indianapolis Colts. Each Monday, Mike Dusso from Pat's Propaganda joins us to recap the game. He'll do so next Monday as well because our Fridays are so jammed, there's probably no way we can get him in, and that's not a big deal. We'll have him next Friday here on 105 Sports and the B-List across the NBR Radio Network. Mike, thank you very much, and uh, have fun at Bruins Media Day today. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you. That's Mike Dusso from Pat's Propaganda and patspropaganda.com. You are listening to the B-List. We totally blew through that break because I, it's okay. We can do that oh, right now. I was going to say, we're I was okay, looking at my watch. We're okay to do that right now. In the future, maybe not. More on the way. B-List Daily Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR radio network. Don't go anywhere. W288CW1055 FM Auburn. WEZRAM1240 Lewiston. WTME AM780 Rumford. This is 105 Sports. W288CW. There's a winning culture when it comes to sports teams in New England. Well, now there's a new team to add to the list. The orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners. An all-star team of orthopedic care right here in your backyard. Four of the area's top orthopedic practices, OA Centers for Orthopedics, Central Maine Orthopedics, Falmouth Orthopedic Center, and Maine Ortho have joined forces to become a dream team of orthopedic care where physicians, surgeons, sports medicine specialists, and clinical staff share resources and work as one to make patient care efficient and more affordable. To learn more about the orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners and connect with a provider in your area, visit spectrumhcp.com ortho. That's spectrumhcp.com ortho.